Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richmond and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. We are going to talk about... What are we talking about? We're, we're talking we, about ways. Who are we going to make mad today? I don't know. Ways or how to obtain hunting properties, leases, how to get permission, how to, how to go about doing this and what it takes nowadays to get this. That's tough. Yeah. I got a whole story about this stuff. You got a whole list of people you want to contact, huh? No, but I got a whole story about the disasters that disasters. hunting. You remember the disaster? Remember the old disaster from Kentucky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah, that? that was a disaster. I'll tell that story to make yeah, you people can. You can. be aware. Be aware of what you're right. getting. Right. I um, I've, I I uh, approached a fella here. We've got a piece of land on the road here, and the mm-hmm. guy actually before my father-in-law passed was supposedly my father-in-law's friend and the place is polluted with deer because he has it posted off Mm -hmm. and uh they only gun hunt so i approached the guy i was dressed appropriately actually i went after church um so i was dressed up and I pulled in his driveway and I knocked on the door. I told him who I was and uh, told him who my father-in-law was. Um, so obviously they knew each other. And uh, I this said, was recent? well, this was two years ago. Oh, okay. And, I, and I, I told him, I said, no, it was three years ago. So my father-in-law has been dead for a while. But anyhow, um, yeah, I, I approached the guy and, and I said, I understand that. You know, you guys don't archery hunt and your land is being decimated by deer. And would you be willing to let me archery hunt? Mm -hmm. And he pretty much went, "Um, well, I am not going to allow you to do that. And I said, oh, okay. Um, And now you're jaded any any particular reason why or you know he said well i have a lot of family and friends that come and hunt here mm. in the fall and i said mm, i i understand i said but i also understand you don't have anybody archery hunting he said yeah he's like yeah i don't allow archery hunting i was like okay <clears throat> so that was about the end of that we chit chatted yeah. we talked for a while after that but i mean it just as far as that went, I just dropped the subject, you know, mm-hmm. but he was not interested in having anybody archery hunt yeah. because he feels, and a lot of people feel this way. They feel the archery hunters sneak in there. Well, not sneak in, but they get in there before they get a chance to, and they shoot off all the good bucks before rifle season comes around mm-hmm. and they have lost opportunities, you know, but yeah, if you go spotlighting over his place, 50 plus deer in a field right behind the house. Most nights. Deer. Most nights. Well, when I when I grew up deer hunting, um, I was 14, 12, 13, 14. Um, I was hunting on some private land um, with some family. And then 
when I was 16, old enough to drive, we started going around knocking on doors to, you know, to get permission. And back then I'm 39 now, but back then it was easy. Mm-hmm. Like I could knock on doors and we used to have all kinds of different properties to hunt private properties. And then it started getting harder and harder and harder right? because of money. You know, the least, all these leasing websites came on online and, you know, and, and landowners had seen that, you know, and so they jumped in on it. And now where I'm at, I can drive around for days and knock on people's doors. Every single one is a no. Yeah. A lot of times right now is motivated, motivated by greed. Well, yeah. Um, you know, that's like in my area, like I live in Baltimore County, Maryland and Maryland is known Eastern shore of Maryland is known for deer hunting and goose hunting. They're known for that. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody in Maryland, typically wants to go to the eastern shore to hunt because that's where the you know the typically the trophy bucks are well if you go down there it's virtually impossible to find a lease and there's a couple reasons one is majority of the property is leased up by goose hunters so years ago people that had deer leases got leased out from by goose hunters because goose hunters pay top dollar way more than what a deer hunter would pay. Hmm. So we had a property where we paid, it was, um, it was 75 acres and we paid $1,500 a piece. So the landowner wanted three grand Oh my! and goose hunters came in, you know, to the landowner and offered them, um, like 12 grand. Oh my gosh. To goose hunt. It. And the landowners kicked us out. Of course you know, they did. I which you out I mean, too. I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them. Um, Look at you. I'd kick you up. Shut up. But that's that's what's happening. You know, we're in 2023, and it's a it's very expensive time. You know, yeah. and especially for deer hunting. You know, everything's so expensive. But for sure, Maryland. That's why personally, that's why I have to lease in PA, which I'm a non-resident out of stater for PA. But I'm not going there decimating the herd i'm not taking any property from anybody i'm going i go through a leasing company and i lease the property you know it's just nobody's on it it's open property it's just business um right that the landowner you know puts out onto this company and then they put it on their website and i and i lease it now Um, a funny story though is how that's how you had to lease in PA that you and I did all the work together with Mm -hmm. and made all those videos and made that place a domain, (laughs) if you will. Uh, But (laughs) the, it was so funny though, how after leasing it, what a storm hit from all the neighbors Mm -hmm. because the owners were what from Ohio, correct? The the grandfather the inherited the inherited owners. Yeah, the grandfather passed away, left it to his nephew. His nephew was not a deer hunter, and he didn't know what to do with the property, so he had it select cut, and then he leased it out through this company. Yeah, and then just the, basically just to pay for the um, 
assuming just the property taxes or whatever. When um, they found out somebody was leasing it, though, all the neighbors went crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went ballistic. Yeah. Because it was a, you know, nobody lived there. The landowner died, and everybody just took advantage of the of the yep. land and squatters and rights. Yeah, squatters rights. So that took us a while to to get that resolved, but I think yeah, we. So so we had all kind of trespassing, thievery, yeah. destruction of property. Mm-hmm. You know that type of thing. Yeah, neighbors were I, upset. I, I just had to add that. I interrupted yeah. you. No. So yeah, you're 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 in a lease company. You're 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 trying to get property. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like in PA, it's cheap. Like to lease property is very cheap. Like the property me and you hunted on, mm-hmm. the one um in central PA. Hundred and what? It was a hundred and five acres. Five acres. And it was fourteen hundred dollars. You know. The property I hunt now is 68 acres and it's $2,000. And mm-hmm. the reason that is different is because the old farm was all big woods. Yeah. No ag. Where I'm at now is all ag, little woods. Mm-hmm. Ag is, you know, tillable ground is worth more than, correct. you know, big woods. So there's price differences. Um, right. And and obviously, as you know, um, I'm done leasing this property. I've had it for two years and it, I, it's not producing the way that I want it to. So, and there's some variables in there, but, um, at the end of this year, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going to start looking for another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where it's going to be. I have no idea, but right. what's funny is in Maryland, this website, this leasing website that I go through, mm-hmm. they don't even list properties for Maryland. Because it's so expensive. Like for me, I primarily hunt alone. Um, but if I was to find a lease in Maryland, um, just rough guess, I could probably lease 50 acres for about eight to $10,000. Yeah, it's steep to shoot three deer a year or whatever you want to shoot. I, you know? I don't need to kill a buck that bad. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just hunt public. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Even then, you, even if you split that with somebody, then you're splitting 50 acres, which is tough, and you're still paying five grand a piece. Yeah, but that is that is a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. My my wife's cousin, he leases a very good county in Illinois, and I don't think they pay that much. No. So say Maryland for access people, out there for probably the same amount of acreage you're talking. You know, people don't shoots yeah. 150s, 160s, 170s every mm-hmm. year. And he said, Chris, he said, <laughs> he said, I don't even want to hunt PA anymore. They're scrubs. Mm-hmm. He's got that mentality now that he can't even hunt in PA because he's spoiled right. out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how expensive like Maryland is, like property yeah. taxes, houses. I mean, that Maryland's could, a very expensive state. You could state. go to a big buck state for cheaper than what you're talking. So I looked up Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. To get, I compared it. My property now is 68 acres. I can get 68 acres in Kentucky for about 1500 bucks. Right. In tillable land. Yeah. It's just, it's going to vary across state to state. Right. Um, If you're in a big woods or, or ag situations. Um, so now, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, they can't afford that. So you have to look mm-hmm. at alternative uh, 
situations. And I just, I just showed Chris this it's envelopes. So what I started doing and which it's an alternative situation, but I, I type up a letter and I print them all out and I put them in this envelopes and I, I look on hunt stand and I can get people's addresses and information. I kind of look at an aerial photo and I'll pick properties that look, you know, good have, and it tells you how much land they own. So I'll find what looks good and I send them a letter. Um, last year, I think I sent out 100 envelopes. I mean, it's going to cost you, you know, a little bit with stamps and stuff it might cost you a hundred bucks, but I sent out a hundred letters out of those hundred letters, hundred letters. I had 10 people call me. Every single one that called me said that their property was already leased <laughs> and they wanted nothing to do with getting a new person or nothing like that. One guy actually told me that called me. He's like, so he's like, well, how much are you looking to pay? I said, I don't know. Depending on how much land you got, I'd, I'd have to look at it first. He's like, well, I'm, I'm telling you now, you know, if you want to come check it out, he's like, you're at least going to have to pay me $7,000. And it was only 30 some acres. Oh my. And I was like, you know, no, thanks. I'm not paying you $7,000. So that's the state that we're the situation that we're all in right now. Um, now you go out West, it may be easier. You know, you have less hunters out there, less people, you know, you may be able to knock. knock I I definitely think it's going to be situational because you might like around here where I'm at, why, these old farmers aren't they're either dead or not farming anymore mm-hmm. you know i think you could probably get stuff cheap enough here but it's already passed on to the next generation and right. they posted it off and mm-hmm. i mean it's highly situational where you're wherever you're at yeah you and know? i'd like to hear people's situation like what's what's leasing like what what is it like to lease in your state right you know, where are the, where are people hunting at on private land? Are you knocking on doors? Are you paying? Are you going through a leasing company? Like, how are they getting land? Like here, it's just like who you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically I've, I, there's a, there's a place a couple roads over from me. I've been dying to hunt it all my life and it's just changed hands here. I don't know, 15, 20 years ago or something. And, uh, I just recently befriended these people (laughs) and they told me where they were from and which, which place was theirs. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to hunt there forever. I said, would you ever think of letting anybody in there? And they said, well, we let so-and-so in there. And, And I, and when they said the name, I knew who it was and the way they said it, I knew it had been ruined. Mm-hmm. someone had gone in before me and tarnished that and now they're dead set they don't want anybody in there hunting and it's tough they was like well we would love to have you come over and visit we'll show you the place but we're not gonna invite anybody to hunt mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my gosh i know there's bruisers there you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> i mean the you know the professional way to go about it would be like you said you know, if you're looking to knock on doors, and like I said, we used to do this years ago. Me and my buddies would go around, and we would 
dress appropriately and you know say there's two of us in a in a car we'd pull up and one of us would just go to the door instead of having you know two guys standing there at the outside of a door right one of us would walk up knock introduce yourself and i would never mention the word gun i would always say my name's so-and-so we're looking to obtain permission to, to bow hunt your land only and that's how we used to get land mm-hmm. but all that stopped like i cannot at least around my way i cannot knock on somebody's door and get a yes it just they want five six seven eight nine ten fifteen thousand dollars just to bow hunt yeah. you know it's just it's crazy but i mean there's options out there i mean you can you know if 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 hunting is very important to you um which it is to me i mean people say well i can't afford that but you know and a lot of people say this so I'm, I'm repeating what other people may say but you have to adjust your life you know if you're out you know you, you everybody buys a case of beer a day well stop buying that case of beer a day and save that money and you can get a hunting you know what i mean <clears throat> there, like there's ways to do it stop smoking yeah. cigarettes save your money you know you know stop going to the bar stop partying you know stop doing wasting on dumb stuff save that money for a year or two and you can get a lease i mean me i you know i work i work and work and work and save money and then i can spend money on a lease but um i mean that's just where it's at you gotta have money yeah anymore like like we said about unless unless for you where you can go outside and just Dig, I up, dig up my mason jars. Dig up some jars of money. Yeah. But, you know, like we were saying before, how the sport has become a rich man's sport. You just you said know, my last name. Everybody has, I mean, everything. Everything costs so much mm-hmm. now. I was looking at some new bows and, you know, top end bows are no less than uh, 1200 bucks now. Yeah, you know, for a flagship mm-hmm. bow. Yeah, but it's not just us; it's every sport. Well, right, right. It's everything that everything has just gone up so sky high. Yeah, it's not just hunting. You know, we're we're saying hunting. We're saying we're hunting because that's what we're because into. that's what we're doing. But yeah. it's everything. It's baseball. It's football. It's soccer. I mean, golf. I mean, everything. And yeah, that's true. You have to. Like if it's really what you're passionate about, then you just have to make changes. Yeah. And you gotta in order pay to, to play. That's all it is. You gotta pay to play. You know, yeah. if not, then you just hunt public land. Yeah. You know? But I'll I'll get comments on YouTube. I'm 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 sure you probably do too. Like, you know, from the old lease or this lease or something, somebody will put on there, must be nice to have private land. Well, <laughs> why? Why yeah. why would why do you say that? Like, look like I mean, you're obviously jealous. You know, yeah. you know that you must that you're putting on there must be nice. Well, fix your life. Like, go get another job or work yeah, extra that, hour. You they, know what I mean? They see they see pictures that I'm posting on food plots and oh, might must be nice to have private land to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, this is just this is just a field that's connected to my in-laws' house. You know, it's a it's yeah, I've made it into a destination plot, but. You could do the same in your own backyard if you if mm-hmm. you really put your mind to it and be creative a little bit. Yeah. Here at I mean, my house, you've been here and seen it. I own three acres. My house sits on one. I have two acres of woods that's shaped like a football field. 
mm-hmm. basically. It's just long and narrow, and it butts up against other plots of land around me. And I don't have anything special down there besides I have nut trees and things. You know, I have I have uh, walnut and and oak and yeah, some cherry down there too, don't you? There's some cherry down there, and I mean, there's not much though. And like I said, though, it's it's surrounded by other plots, and I put enough of a a kill plot down there. I plant stuff to get them to come through. But yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's, it doesn't, you don't have to get, and that's another thing when people look f- to lease land, what do you think the average acreage is that they're looking for? You know, it's probably going to be like 30 to 40 acres. Yeah. I'm thinking people are probably looking for 20 plus acres or so. It, it wouldn't even take that much. If you no. could just find a good honey hole with, with, you know, five, 10 acres, you could make that work. If there's a good pinch point in there or a place to put a plot. Well, I just came out with a YouTube short today that I released. I don't know if you saw it about clearing land. It. Well, it's it's from the skid steer we rented for the old oh, farm. Yeah. You know, it's just say somebody had just say somebody had three or four acres behind their house. Mm-hmm. You could turn that three to four acres into a food plot. For sure. You got some trees, rent a skid steer. Like I broke it down like that skid steer cost me me 275 dollars yep delivered for eight hours and we decimated that field and knocked those trees right over yep and then we turned that into a beautiful food plot yeah so take eight hours no no it took we were done in like three four hours yeah no no knocking them down i mean really cleaning it up five you know five or something but i mean 275 bucks i mean we knocked down giant pine trees and we push them right over so it doesn't take much you just have to want it i guess bad enough in order to right to get to make something happen but the only problem is like we're talking about leases too you know you you only have so much you can do on someone else's property too you know that's why i'm not mind yeah that's why i'm not leasing mine anymore because i'm you're maxed out on what you could do i can pretty much do what i want the landers gave me permission to cut trees and stuff like that. Mm. And I have some, but I can't fix the access. No, there's nothing I can do with the access and the access is very poor. And my neighbors are jackasses. So I don't want to hunt that place anymore. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm looking for something else. Um, I gave it two years. I, I improved it. Hey, and I shot a nice buck there last year. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, just not producing right the way that I needed to. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm yeah, at. Yeah. I mean, that. there's, there's, there's ways of going about it. I mean, you could get in, you could get in with a group of guys and get in, you mm-hmm. know, obtain hunting property or leases that way. Um, where I live, there's a huge track of land that one fella bought all up. And if you're local, to that property or have camped have a camp local to that property or can prove that you've hunted there in the past he will let you on mm-hmm. but it's going to cost you a hundred bucks which like you were saying before before we went on the air that's cheap but the issue is there is a um a lumber company in there 
and they timber the property. And when they timber a, a tract of land, they clear cut it. Mm -hmm. And so the regeneration is so thick, you can't hunt the thing unless you're on a on a buggy trail or something, you know. Right, unless you hunt it the first couple of years. Yeah. Before it regrows. Right, but it's really hard to hunt. Um, not a lot of people shoot deer there, but when they do, normally it's a pretty good buck, you know. Um but you have to be almost lucky to get a nice deer in there. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that you're going to pattern and have it all set up and just go in there and shoot the one you're after, you know? Right. There's I options just, out there for people. I mean, yeah, you could, you could get a club. I mean, I was yeah. in those clubs. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. I was in a club when I was a kid. It was called the big buck club. Mickey Mouse down, club. Yeah. <laughs> and it was down Eastern shore. And I think it cost, I think it cost us like three fifty. I was in it with my dad. My dad wasn't a hunter, but he got got us into it. So and he would take me down there. And it was I don't know how many people it was on. I don't remember how much land it was, but um, it was like three hundred fifty bucks. And you had a place that there was a house there. You had a place to stay with other people. Um, and it was a decent place. Um, yeah. So there's I mean, there's stuff there's stuff there. Sportsman's clubs, you know. I mean, yeah. You join a sportsman's club. Usually, there's a, some property attached. The one I was mm -hmm. that's over here. I think there's thirty some acres or something attached to it yet. You know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you can get in there and hunt. You know, yeah. you're already paying dues to the club, so you might as well mm -hmm. hunt it if you want. Yeah, and, and I've done that before. I've yeah. I've gone to the local club and hunted it, and I shot a deer. You know, so. Yeah, if that's not your thing, then there's always public land. I mean, there is ways to obtain. I mean, there's tactics to to do this. Like you said, door knocking, sending letters, getting in a club, splitting the yeah. money with somebody, mm -hmm. you know, that type of thing. Yeah, you just got to gotta work it for it. We're almost out of time, so tell your tragedy in Kentucky before we leave. Yep, so I still like to have a lease one day in Ohio. I'd still like to have a lease in Kentucky, you know, I'd, different years will depend on where I go. But, um, years ago we leased a property in Kentucky and I went out, scoped it out. It looked good. Um, and we paid for the lease and the lease, the way it was listed was it said the bottom fields can be planted in food plots, set it right on the contract. Well, we go out there and there was a house, there was a cabin there on the property. Well, we made a deal on staying at the cabin for $30 per night. Per night stayed there. Not like per month, you know, it was $30 that we were there. Anytime you came, it was 30 bucks a night. 30 bucks a night, which is cheap. So we met the landowner and everything. Real nice guy, seemed cool and everything we go out there we scoped everything out we got soil samples on the fields we I think we set up a couple of tree stands we put cameras out all this different type of stuff while well, we had left and we got a phone call saying hey we got a problem what's the problem um those i forgot as he said those lower fields are leased out to a farmer for hay production so you can't plant them in food plots and we said, well, yeah, we do it have a problem. problem. That <laughs> is a problem because that was the whole reason we leased it. Part of it 
and it's in the contract that we can plant. Well, long story short, the leasing company wouldn't help us. We talked to the landowner over and over and over. And then he came up with some bogus stuff saying we owed him all kinds of money for the cabin because we were supposed to pay him $30 a night, even though if we weren't there, like it it got, they got ugly for a while. And um, we made a bunch of phone calls trying to, trying to fix this, couldn't get our money back. And long story short, the landowner was an ex judge for that area. And it just got deeper and deeper and deeper. And we had to let it go. We just couldn't get our money back. Took a loss. It was a 14-hour drive just to go there. So it wasn't worth like driving 14 hours and going to court and all this different type of crap when he was a ju- when he was a judge, ex-judge. So we probably would have lost anyway. Um, you know what I mean? So I mean the lease was only like eighteen hundred. Well, it might have been two thousand. It wasn't worth two thousand dollars like it is what it is but that's something that could happen yeah you know what i mean like you could have fought it i mean people you know oh it's two thousand dollars you should have fought it well it's too like i'm not it's not the end of the world you can it it made it basically wasted our time i mean you can get your money money back elsewhere you just work a little bit get your money back money always comes but your time and driving 14 hours out there and this and that it was a pain so that is a risk when you lease land. Yeah. You know, it. you got to have a contract. You got to be, make sure what it says is. Yeah, get stuff in writing, I guess. It, I mean. Right. Although he had that in writing and he reneged on it, but yeah. I mean, it's a chance. It's a risk. Make sure you know what you can and can't do. Yeah, that's the only time I've ever had something like that happen. Mm-hmm. So it's rare, but it does happen. Well, there you go. 30 minute mark. Yeah, so Wrap options out. Options out, out there. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> There's options out there, guys. Uh, if you want it bad enough, you can you can get it. You can find places to hunt, private land. You just have to think outside the box, which I keep trying to tell Chris, but he doesn't listen. Um, I keep I'm telling public. The, I keep telling him to live life, and he's finally listening. Um, I'm in public land. I'm yeah. good. I'm You're good. I don't, ha- I don't have to get all them leases, man. You're an out-of-stater. I was when I came down there and killed your Sika deer in the yep. eastern shore. Yeah, whatever. All right, guys. Well, uh, if you want, leave us some comments on the leasing situation in your area. Let us know. Like, is are you finding leases? Are you not I want to hear forward? people's tactics. Right, yeah. How do they go about obtaining land to hunt? Mm-hmm. That's what I would like to hear. Sounds like a plan. Maybe I'll use a tactic and use it. Go out and try it. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Podcast 48. I'm out. See you guys.